everyone to episode six of 502 Perspective. My name is Anur Devara. Today we here with Eli Roberts. How are you, bro? I'm good, man. Glad yeah, to be on uh, here. Cool, cool. I just want to say congratulations. If you didn't know, Eli committed to Bellarmine to play D1 basketball their first year and was also a member of the Thousand Point Club at Manual. Yes, sir. Thank you, and, man. Yeah, no problem. So. How just run us down? How is Bellarmine life so far? I know you moved into your dorm and everything. Uh, so far it's been great. Um, it's different because I I came during summer housing, so obviously not the full campus as uh here. Um, but just I've been practicing and playing with my teammates That's every great. day, twice a day. So it's it's been busy days. Um, it's been a a big step, obviously from college. Yeah. Or from high school, but um, cool. You think you connected with your teammates? You have that brothership already? Uh, yeah, definitely. A bunch of great guys. Uh, we're all close. We joke. We joke a lot. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're really tight. So let's let's run down like a typical day at Bellman. Like next Monday, you wake up, or tomorrow you wake up. What's the first thing you do? And let's like, how is your day planned? Uh. So right now, uh, I wake up and uh, get some breakfast and then just, like, wait for my itinerary for the day because of COVID and everything right now. Um, it's still kind of up in the air and, and school starting. We're, we're getting back. But, like, I guess on a normal day, I wake up, get some breakfast, go to an individual. Then I would start my day with, with class, go to class okay. probably about, like, um, 8 to 2.45, sometime around then, and then start practice at 3.30. Practice is probably around two hours, two and a half hours. Um, and after that, get something to eat and study and then go yeah. to bed and do it all sure. over again. So and that's a busy-ass day for sure, bro. Yeah. So, well, I know there's a lot of talks about, you know, the football season going around, a lot of divisions canceling their season, limiting their fans and stuff. But has Coach – Told you anything? Do you guys know everything? Do we expect a season this year for basketball? Um, our my coach hasn't said anything about it. We're all optimistic and hopeful. Everyone wants to play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with everything going on, it's just hard to hard to tell. You know, um, I, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping there's some type of vaccination or just the numbers yeah. just fall. Um. But right now, it's, I mean, it's very up in the air. I can't tell you yes. I can't tell you no. Um, okay. All right. So yeah. let's say the NCAA or Bellarmine says there's no fans allowed at the games. How do you think playing without fans cheering you on, playing out, playing without opposing fans, how do you think that affects your game? Does it make it better, worse? Um, Playing with no fans, I think that would be extremely weird, like the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about maybe after one game, we would get used to it. And it might even take the full game. Just, just It'd be just kind of like a big practice, I guess, the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. feel like the, the competitive nature would still be there. Um, my performance would still be the same. My teammates' performance would still be the same. It's just uh, it's just something that we got to get used to. You know, you hear the, the phrase, the new normal, and that will be our new normal. Yeah, attendance yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. So... so- Let's say you guys do have a regular season. What do you look forward to the most, you know, playing the annual U of L game or just being the first team to play D1 for Bellarmine? Uh, I guess uh, 
being the, the, the first man, I, I mean, this, this sounds bad. I don't really care who we play, but just just to play at that level uh, against whoever is exciting to me, and yeah. uh, it's just something that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so it's something that I really look forward to. So in the past decade, Bellarmine has reached four Final Fours for D2, and now obviously you're going to the A-Sun division, which is – quote-unquote headlined by Liberty, but also there could be a big difference when you guys come in. So do you think you playing, you going to D1, does that have a mental pressure on you, or are you just playing like any other basketball game and putting your 100%? Uh, a little bit of, of both, man. Uh, I'm always going to, you know, do my best and put 100% no matter who we're playing against, no matter what the situation is. Uh, that doesn't change for me, but there is a little bit of, uh, I guess, added pressure. Um, and that can affect each person differently. Because uh, you're right, we're the first, we're the first school, uh, or not the first school, we're the first uh, D1 program at Bellarmine. Okay. Um, and just having that, you know, first time, first year, first games against these opponents, I guess mm-hmm. it's like caliber player. It's it's uh, it's something that you know you have to. It's a little, it's in the back of your mind, but you can't let it control what you do. Yeah, for sure. And I know your coach Davenport is your coach right now, correct? Yeah. And he's a great coach, point uh, seventy seven winning percentage. That's yeah, awesome amazing. Guy. Yeah. And so obviously with the things going around now, you know, coronavirus, uh, racial injustice and happening. So mm-hmm. do you and your team, do you guys, are you planning to use your D1, or your platform that you're in right now to advocate for the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, that comes from whether kneeling or wearing, you know, Black Lives Matter apparel or anything? Do you guys have a plan to do that? Uh, I don't know about, uh, like, kneeling and uh, apparel yet in game, but I, we, as a team, when all this, you know, kind of kicked off here, especially mm-hmm. in Louisville, uh, each of, like, there's a guy who ordered a bunch of uh, Black Lives Matter wristbands so that we can all like wear and even cool. practice yeah. in. They're, they're small to practice small enough to practice in. So yeah. that's really cool. Um I can tell there's a lot of respect for the movement here. Um and yeah I, I don't really know about how it's gonna go with the games and everything. We don't even know if we're gonna have games yet. But yeah. I, whatever it is, I'm I'm confident we'll do the right thing. Um all right. So, so- we fans, you know, we obviously watch your games. We love watching your games, but we obviously don't see the other side of, you know, the perspective of the athletes. So I just want to ask you a few questions about how the team works and everything. So as a team, when you're practicing, do you guys, do you see like a hierarchy? Is like, are the seniors the leaders or, you know, are they leading the freshmen or is it kind of a balance of, you know, everyone helps each other, you know? Um. So, I don't want to call it like a a hierarchy. I mean, you know, you seniors earn their keep. Uh, mm-hmm. They've been there the longest, have the most experience. So, me coming in, I'm the freshman. I have to ask questions. They answer them. Um, but we all help each other out. You know, we all cheer each other on all the time, constantly. That's why I love it here. Um, but no, I definitely have a lot of respect for the seniors because they've been through it. They've uh, mm-hmm. seniors, all upperclassmen, really above me. Uh, like like I said, they have the experience, and I'm just I'm just a student right now. I'm trying to learn it and uh, get on their level and and just I guess play a game of catch up. But um, yeah, for sure. And yeah, I don't know. You can continue. Yeah, everyone just everyone helps each other. There's no 
you know, you're a freshman, you can't help me out. I'm a senior, you know, if, yeah. if I need to push my guy, I'll push him. If he needs to push me, he'll push me um, from the, you know, from the head coach all the way down to the, even the manager. So it's it's pretty special. And first, talking about Bellarmine, you know, I know you got some offers from some other schools in Kentucky, but why did you choose Bellarmine? Why did it narrow down to, you know, this is a school where I'm going to continue my academic and basketball journey? Uh. Basically, I like I went to Bellarmine basketball camps as a kid since fourth, like fourth grade to the eighth grade, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always, always like the players, the coaches, um, campus. But then, obviously, when I started my uh, recruitment for colleges and stuff like that, they just academically, which is important. I want to emphasize that academically and athletically, they hit. They just checked off everything on my list. Uh, I couldn't come up with a bad thing for them I mean mm-hmm. like location wise too you know that's not a huge factor but it is it's nice to be home. staying close to uh, family right yeah. you know know the city know the people uh it's, it's a special type of connection um and yeah just people here are so nice and welcoming and I felt like I could challenge myself uh to be the best I could be here and I like it, so that's that's why I chose Bellarmine. So talking about recruitment, just, you know, for people who obviously don't know, who are interested in it, could you, like, when does it start? How does it work? You know, could you explain all that? Yeah, I got you. Uh, so it's – recruitment is um, – it is complex uh, for a lot of reasons and for a lot of different people. Uh, depending on, you know, how heavily you are recruited uh, – that can affect literally mm-hmm. how heavily you're recruited. I know that doesn't, that sounds like I just repeated myself, but say, you know, one guy, you pick up one interest, then you have to be an offer. You pick up one interest, then you get yeah. two, and then two turns to three, four, five, six, seven, versus, you know, and that can start off, if that starts in eighth grade, by the time you get to your sophomore year, you could be sitting at three or four offers yeah. versus someone else who doesn't get their interest until, um, Sophomore year, and then senior year, they're sitting with like, you know, two or three offers senior year instead of sophomore year. So it's, um, it's a really complex thing, man. If I if I had it down, I would I would explain it, but it's it's a lot. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Coaches so, from all over hitting you up and and texting you, and it's hmm. it's it's a lot. <laughs> so could I ask when when did Bellarmine first give an interest in you? First contact you. Ooh, let's see. They first contacted me probably two like two three weeks into my junior season, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so probably like uh, December, something around there. Okay, cool. Um, and so, could you also? I know you play for you played for the Mustangs. Yes. So could you run down how AAU helped shape you into a better player, but also how it helped you when it came to college recruiting? Um, so I'll start with the recruiting. Obviously, if you're playing – because some AAU programs uh, – trying to think of the word. Um, the exposure levels are different with the program and also where you play at. So at high – level exposure events, this is uh, where I played at Under Armour Rise Circuit. Um, the, it, it literally boosted my recruitment almost immediately. 
Um, yeah. So there's a lot of really, really, really good players out there who, like I said, they don't get the, the looks or exposure or interest until later on, and then they blow up. But they've been good the whole time. So just uh, AU really, really helped my recruitment. A lot of new eyes were put on me, and that's where I got really For most sure. of my interest and everything like that. Um, and then as a player, just playing against people from all over the country, uh, you know, yeah. all types of all types of athletes, just really good players. It, it really, you know, you get out your, your bubble from your, wherever you're from and you play different people and it, it just, it makes you better. Um, For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. And obviously uh, you aspire to make the NBA and, but post-college, you know, if, I'm rooting for you. I bet all of Louisville is for you, rooting for you to go in the NBA. And obviously I know you have the talent to do so, but let's say post-college, if, you know, the NBA doesn't work out, unfortunately, what would be your post-college plans? Would you continue on the basketball track, helping younger kids or? Um, You know, I thought about that recently. Uh, just, I know it's only been a month, but I've played so much basketball here and I've actually worked the camp I played at and working with the kids yeah. is, is a lot of fun. Um, but, and, you know, the NBA dream is always something every Hooper wants to, wants to have. And I'm not, you know, whether it's NBA professional or whatever, I'm, I just told myself I'm going to ride basketball out until I take it as far as I can go. I I just want to be the best player possible. But if I decide, you know, not to take a basketball route, uh, I'm going to be going into med school and I would like to become a pediatrician, just working with kids. Okay. That's great. uh, Being a doctor. So. That's mm-hmm. that's my path. Right there. So we just gonna do what I like to do with guests is like just quick questions or like fast questions, whatever you call it. Yeah. So what is your go to food after practice or your go to just energy meal? And either Kidoba or Panda Express easily. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And Let's say, you know, Friday evening, Saturday evening, you know, you don't have practice or anything. What's your favorite hangout spot with your friends and favorite activity you guys like to do? Man, it could be the crib or the, the park, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I, as long as my friends are there, I don't care where we are. I have a ball with me. Oh, okay, that's great. And with your friends, your teammates at Bellarmine and stuff, how competitive – are you guys against each other? Is there a level of competitiveness there or is it just against other opponents? Oh yeah. There's definitely a level of competitive competitiveness here. Uh-huh. Um, we all, it's not, and it's not like negative or, or mean or nothing like that or anything crazy, but uh, it's, it's definitely where we're all competing at a high level uh, in a positive way. So that's what makes it awesome. Cause you don't even realize you're, you're doing it, but until after the fact, you're like, man, like I got better today. So High, high level of, of competition. That's great, man. I just want to say, you know, this is – it comes to an end right here. I just want to say thank you so much. And obviously you have a, such a bright future ahead of Bellarmine, and I know you're going to do great things. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. And, hey, keep keep going with this. This is this is awesome. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Andrew again. And I just want to say that interview with Eli was amazing. He's a great guy, and he has great potential to do great things. And other than that, I just want to say over the past week there's been some – 
devastating things happening in our world. Obviously, coronavirus is still there, but plane crashes in India and also the huge explosion in Lebanon. There's multiple ways to donate and help the cause and the relief there. They need the help. They need the money. And I just want to say, um, if you search up Red Cross Lebanon or also just Beirut Lebanon donations, there is so many ways you guys can help that cause and help them. And also, school starts soon for a lot of you guys. A lot of places have started school soon, and I just want to say, you know, we can get through this together. Online school is obviously not going to be the best, but um, I know Manual, I know JCPS, I know all every student out there could is definitely prepared and ready for this interesting, what's going to be an interesting school year. And I want to say good luck, and I know that. It's going to be hard, but we're going to hopefully get in-person school, regular school, regular life soon. And if you made it this far, if you made it to the end of the episode, I cannot thank you enough. Um, but obviously, please share, spread the word, tell your friends about this podcast. I'm, um, without you guys, um, none of this is possible. And please text me, snap me with you know ideas if you want to be on it. You know, I'm obviously opening this podcast to everything that I possibly can. And thank you guys.